yeah. Happy comic book day. And thank you once again to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome to US Comics Cast episode 99. Woo! 60 minutes for the people. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And if that handsome son of a bitch is the CEO, that leaves me, the child of U.S. Comics, the COO of U.S. Comics, Charlie Rivera. Happy that, Comic Book Day, John. Yeah, happy Comic Book Day, blah, blah, blah. I got to tell you, that is some generous usage of the term the child. Well, because you are a gray-haired having some bitch to be going by the the child. If that's on your business cards, I demand an immediate refund. Have you met a younger 35-year-old? Yeah, yes, I have. Because I'm Matter the youngest 35-year-old on the planet. That didn't take any time at all. Uh, I'm going to have to say that not <laughs> only have I met a younger 35-year-old, the child, I've uh, met in first person and seemingly have only been talking about a 50 year old, the child. So my little green burping dude, cookie stealing some of bitch has you beat. And I have to say, Charlie, with that <laughs> fabulous introduction, notwithstanding, um, I don't know if you feel a lot of us comics, Convo pushback after Mandal episode. Mandalor Mandalorian fever is not my fault, dude. It we may as well rename the show the Mando show at this point because it seems like it's Mandalorian slash Star Wars talk at least fifty percent of the time. And again, the pushback that I've been getting is that look, you two guys are clearly look great, and you can babble with the best of them. But at some point, you really should have a fucking expert to fill in the blanks of the nah, 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 what was I talking about of it all. So as the CEO that I am, I went ahead and pulled rank and brought in an expert, ladies and gentlemen, none other than the man, Darth Lambot. Justin, bring him in, Charlie. Oh, uh, Justin, what's up, guys? Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for having me yet again. So happy to be back with the comics fan. Number two with a <laughs> bullet. Don't think this yet. We really just brought you on to ask you a thousand questions. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we just want to see if this hologram um, technology was working. So now that we know, all right, see you guys next week. Oh, I, I got to tell you, that's you pointed it out a couple episodes ago that the holograms in Star Wars are always shit. So I just want to see like a Naboo fighter because, you know, they're spending the money with a perfect hologram. At, at somebody must have AT&T service in that galaxy far away because from what I've seen on the show now, all the movies, um, it feels like the entire galaxy is on the Sprint Network. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. They're like, look how great this looks. Kinda. Go ahead and cross Sprint off of the potential sponsor list. Sorry about that. I'm also Sprint user, so I took. <laughs> yeah, actually, me too. I'm starting a new I, movement by Charlie's recommendation. I am you. Son of a... <laughs> so, uh, we did indeed pull rank and bring in Darth Lambot, as he likes to be called. Um, Justin, I mean, I think, I think we are clearly the Rivera boys are clearly on record as being in love, like fully committed. Um, you know, sharing toothbrushes level commitment <laughs> with the Mandalorian, aka the Baby Yoda show. So uh, here we are. We're pretty deep. We're pretty deep now into season two. I hate saying it out loud because it makes it more true. But <sighs> where does an expert like yourself check in on season two of Mando? I mean, it's only been up uh, from the end of season one. I mean, they really left you with that phenomenal climatic finish you know all, everything was going on opened up a thousand doors and they did not slow down coming into season two mm -hmm. i mean coming in with the the marshall episode setting the tone for the season nice 51 minutes there had a good amount of length to it um i mean so far no complaints it's the only thing 
keeping me moving from day to day is getting to the next Friday. I don't even care about payday anymore. Just show me the next Mando. <laughs> when they say Friday's payday, Mandalorian is what they mean. That's exactly. Credits only. Is the payment. Yeah. That is the reward. That That's is it. way better than any check you give me. They're oh, like, here's 100%. a slice of Favreau's imagination. Uh, real, real quick before we hop right into my topic, because I am starting off this week, and I think we can segue this nicely into our talk. Anecdotally, uh, Kevin Smith a few months ago bumped into John Favreau and asked him, like, "Hey, man, whose idea was the child?" And apparently, Favreau very patient, uh, very passionately was like, "It's fucking my idea. It's all <laughs> my idea. All this great shit that you now love is uh, is because of me. You come to Favreau Church." For the Star War, I'm going to start the clock on myself because I think that's a great uh, introduction to the topic at a whole. And that is I want to know where you left off, Justin, when we got the end of the Skywalker saga. How did you feel? Um, Again, because correct me if I'm wrong, I'm terrible at timelines. Mandalorian hadn't warmed our hearts yet. So this was the last thing we got. Oh, yeah. And I, I famously have admitted, like, it took a lot of, like, I convinced myself that it was good enough. It was good enough. And then Mandalorian has been weird because I love Star Wars way more now. But in hindsight, I'm like, I was accepting, like, a real painful relationship. So, Justin, as the expert, what did you feel seeing that book at least temporarily come to an end? I mean, it, it almost hurts me to say it. I couldn't be happier that they closed it. I think at that point they needed to stop just ripping apart the only thing that matters to someone like me. I mean, growing up, I would pull my dad into the room and tell, he had to read me the Job of the Hut subtitles. Like I, I was over and over again from as long, little as I can remember, yeah, up until present day. Um, and, you know, we went in there, Force Awakens. Okay, I, I can get behind it. Fun time, you know what I mean? It was all right. You get to Last Jedi, and uh, I mean, I've had the convos with John. He knows how I feel real deep down inside. But for the public, I'll just say that I wasn't uh, the biggest fan of it. And then when we get to, uh, you know, Rise of Skywalker, I got to give credit to Abrams. He he did his best. You know, I can't pin it all on him. He can only turn around so much stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I think he wrapped it up in the best way possible. Uh, I would watch Rise of Skywalker and Force Awakens over and over again. I removed Last Jedi from my brain. Uh, I don't consider it anything more than a steaming hot pile of garbage. You know what? If I may, Charlie, interject, I yes, think please. now would be the perfect opportunity for uh, an analogy. <laughs> How long did that take? So my analogy is honestly the situation for that, for the for the f- final trilogy of the Skywalker uh, saga. Abrams came back for, for episode nine, and it, honestly, it was as if he was trying to, like you're goofing around with your brother Charlie, playing hockey indoors like you clearly shouldn't and somebody throws an elbow into a lamp sends it hurtling through the air and shattering into a million pieces and then before mom and dad get home we're just trying to glue the lamp back together just using everything from elmer's to crazy glue to gorilla glue trying to you know, uh, uh, come up with some some dead horses to make glue out of anything to put the pieces back together. And even though one or the other of us may have bought the lamp for our parents as a present, uh, as J.J. Abrams launched the the saga, the third trilogy with, um, he's now was now in a position where he had to kind of put it back together. I blame take the names off of it, right? Um, you know. Uh, People have their their ideas, and I've pitched Star Wars trilogies to each to each of you guys individually. Um, if somebody said, "Okay, we're going to use this trilogy," and then took the middle part out, and then said, "You know what? Somebody else's vision. We're going to plug that in here," and then if that didn't work out to everybody's liking, brought me back. Honestly, I would say, "Fuck, tough shit, tough shit." Agreed. It's like Agreed. getting back together with your ex. And expecting things to work out the second time around. It's not going to work out. And you're now in a position where you have to fix the fixing of your original thing. So it was, they would have had uh, more success. (laughs) Fuck it, bring in a third person. Yeah, honestly, it's a fact. The real question is, 
Do you think he watched the sequel to his film that he didn't get to make before he got hired for the third one? Because if he did, what was the reaction during all of the casino hijinks? Because that's a fucking different movie. This is dead in the middle. They're like, huh? Remember when we were kind of racist in the prequels? Like, let's bring back some weird low-level racism. This is the weirdest episode of Boardwalk Empire I've ever seen. Like, what is even going on right now? That's fantastic. But the reason I I, I asked, I really asked Justin, but I was going to, of course, throw it to John as well. So I'll present it to both of you. Justin, you just said you were at the time. Uh, obviously, Mando notwithstanding, you were happy to see that that book came to a close. You were able to say, like, you know what? I'm going to pick the pieces I want. Original trilogy, that amazing two-hour cut someone made on YouTube of the prequel trilogy mm. shoved together. Clone Wars and Rebels. I'm going to take all the books that I want because I don't want anyone telling me what's canon, what's not. I'm going to pick and choose my own adventure, and I'm going to hold it tight. What do you guys feel about this news, it's still, I think, a rumor, but that Disney Plus is going to release a different director's cut of The Last Skywalker. John Favreau is making the Disney Plus three-hour cut to take a lot of the footage that was left from all three films and make a new flick out of it. This is a, a, a highly believed rumor. I can't get my eyebrow any higher than this. <laughs> Allegedly, they're going to try to resolve uh, Luke's story without him dying at the end. And this is going to be a potential new jumping off point, the same way that they once closed the book on the books themselves and made them legends. Um, I know my head almost exploded considering some other rumors I want to talk about in my segment. But hearing that, what is that? Does that do anything for you in a world where Justice League is now a miniseries? Does hearing a three-hour revisionist cut of Star Wars, does that make you excited, trepidatious, both? The fact that Favreau's allegedly doing it, of course, makes me like worship at the altar. But I'll I'll kick to I'll kick to yeah. John first. Well, actually, to you know, respect uh, respect where respect is due. I, I'm gonna defer to uh, to Darth because um, <laughs> I think my facial expressions. Apologies <laughs> to anyone who's hearing the episode first. My facial expressions, I think, gave me away. So if we were playing poker, you guys would be folding <laughs> right now. Um, I'll, I'll let Justin answer first. <sighs> I mean, honestly, man. Um, <laughs> the sigh was was pro- put that sigh in quotation. So everybody is is uh, breaking this down. It it really it hurts. It hurts to say the words. It hurts to even have these thoughts. But m- my process here is basically there is no place to go but up at this point. So if I had to trust anybody with it, it would be Johnny Fabs, a hundred percent. He's shown me obviously. That not only has he seen a Star Wars movie, unlike the, whatever his name is, um, I'm convinced that that man's never seen a movie. He was a diehard Trekkie growing up. He had a chance to sabotage the other team. He took it and he nailed it. Um, it's me in charge of the Yankees. I'm just yeah, like, we're all for sale. That's it. I think that he had some intentions from the start. But well, we'll leave that on the side. Um, listen, if 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 John's doing it, I, I'm I'm all about it. Um, I, I trust him 100. percent He's shown. He's given me the results that. You know, I wanted to see. Um, there's nothing worse that I could possibly imagine than seeing The Last Jedi. So I wouldn't mind if they took kind of the best of everything, sprinkled in some new flavors, mashed it up into a three-hour cut, apologized in a nice tweet, and sent it out to the masses. Um, 100%, you have me. You have my money. I'll pay for it again. I don't care. Um, if you can salvage this in any way, and again, only because it's it's John Favreau. If it was anybody else, I would say just let it die. Um, yeah. But it's it's him. If there's anyone who can resurrect it, it would be him. To be fair, I said the same thing about Abrams when he was doing the, the third one in the, the last trilogy. And, you know, the best I can say is that he gave it his best. And it, it wasn't a horrible movie. I, I can watch it. I think it, it crossed a couple of lines there and maybe contradicted some things and left a few questions open. But, you know, he, he crammed a lot into a three-hour time span. Um, 
But my, my direct answer is if, if Favreau is going to go that route, I am all about it. I'm rooting for him. Maybe I'll take my stuff out of the boxes. I've boxed up everything Star Wars. It just hurts to look at at this point. <laughs> um, but to touch on earlier, Mando's bringing it back, man. It really is. But um, I look at it as a, a whole different uh, – what's the word? It's Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars. I look at it as a whole other category. Like, yes, this is a Star Wars universe. But it's not about the Skywalkers. And I heard rumors that they're going to have, you know, Luke maybe show up in a couple episodes and do something with Ahsoka and things like that. And again, like, I'm shaking. I'm ready. I'm ready. But uh, I'm nervous because I never thought that I could see something. Like, in Last Jedi, you go in there like, how bad could it be? I'm a diehard fan. Crap, dude, it it was bad. You walk out of there and you're just dead silent the whole ride home. You're like, what happened? Like, I I think I just got violated. Like, should I tell the authorities? Like, what, what happened here? Like Jabba um, put me in a gold bikini. Yeah, hundred percent. It was you know I left there uncomfortable to say the the, least. uh, It was the Jedi diddling scandal all over again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do it, John. Do the impersonation of Yoda. You know you wanna. (laughs) Mm, Looking good, that honey. Um. Yeah. (laughs) That was was that a guitar that you're using as a desk right now? Holy shit! Yes. Um, Yeah, 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 you know what? For me, and and this is something Charlie and I spoke about ad nauseum, and and really, I didn't get emotional about it until I was trying to correct Charlie's opinion. Charlie, I feel like Charlie was coming from a place of, uh, like just almost desperation. Like I'm going to like this, but but I still had wounds from speaking honestly from the from the. Uh, from the original, from the, from the Clone Wars, and you know, like th- those movies were not my cup of tea. Um, but obviously, again, as as has been very well established, uh, I try not to come from a place like that. That was great. That was the best thing ever, or that was the worst thing I've ever seen. I just kind kind of try to stay in my lane and keep it to that wasn't for me. And what's interesting is that, in the truest sense of the word, that wasn't for me. Right, the those movies between, you know, uh, between Jar Jar and between two headed races and 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 you know, um, it clearly was not intended for me. They took my money, they ripped my ticket, <laughs> they held my seat for me, but they were like, well, guess what, buddy, bring bring a little kid next time because that was mm. intended for a different audience. That was the way I took it, as opposed to the J.J. Abrams led trilogy that was going to wrap everything up with a nice bow and the problem again for me comes down to the fact that the meat of the sandwich or the plant-based meat replacement in my preference um was done by a different chef and it wasn't just done by a different chef it was made in a different kitchen it was off of a different menu um and and it's it's almost impossible i don't care who you are anyone other than myself had no chance of correcting that mess. You were not going to put the lamp back together. Um, you know, like, just just look at the lesson Christmas Story tries to tell you. When the leg breaks, let it go, bury it in the backyard with taps playing, and uh, just move on with Christmas season. Um, it, it was it was not, it, w- it just wasn't replaceable. And you know what's interesting, Charlie? I'm glad you brought this up because I'm going to hijack the topic uh, right away, <laughs> I I had a um, I had a crappy a thought process about this exact thing, and, and I'm sure you guys will agree because you're very smart and attractive. Thank you. I would have by far preferred, even taking it back to to the J.J. Abrams initial uh, launch. I sat there. Full disclosure, what we got was a, a deja vu movie right so you know we we got back the the feels seeing the millennium falcon and we got back the feels of seeing a scrappy upstart come from a dusty background to all powerfulness um they gave us the deja vu version of a new hope and i sat there and i shoveled the popcorn in my face and i said yay this is wonderful because i was comparing it to everything else that had been put on our plate before that from different installments, obviously. Uh, And this was 
this played on my loving of a new hope. So when I sat there saying, yes, I love this, what I'm seeing, I love what J.J. Abrams rolled out. What I was really saying was, I love a new hope. And I love that J.J. Abrams also loves a new hope. And he's giving me like his version of a new hope. Fine. If you had made that trilogy play out that way, that's an homage. If you said, I'm going to give you an homage trilogy and we're going to play out. And now after this version of the J.J. Abrams version of A New Hope, you're going to get the J.J. Abrams version of Empire next. And then you're going to get the J.J. Abrams version of Return of the Jedi. And the reason why we do that is not because J.J. Abrams can't have an original idea. The reason why we're going to do that and what they'll talk about in cinema schools, you know, decades later will be that history does repeat itself, right? If U.S. history, which is, which is like barely 245 years old, has taught us anything in that short period of time is that history very much does repeat itself. So even though people, characters, real life uh, personalities make huge mistakes and history books are filled with them so that we can educate ourselves and say, oh, that was a huge mistake. Regardless of the fact, here comes new dum-dums that come along and make those same fucking mistakes all over again. That's real life. So if you want to give me the, the John Williams underscore version, the lightsaber pew pew version of that, I would have been all in. Yes, I get it. It's, that's the ultimate lesson, right? Every story is only worth telling, yeah, to be entertaining, but also to, to make a point. What am I learning from Star Wars, which is kind of stupid, it's funny to say out loud, but you are learning something, right? The, the original trilogy told us that you know what? If Even if someone has all the power in the galaxy now, that doesn't make what they're doing right, and that doesn't mean that they're unbeatable, ultimately. You can rebel. Wrong can be corrected. If you're on the right, do whatever it takes to stand up, make your voice heard, make the change. You can blow up the Death Star, kids. Not once, but twice. <laughs> Dad, Gummit, that was a great lesson. Now, if the new uh, trilogy came along and said, you know what? Evil can come back. And sometimes, even though you just did some shit, you're going to have to do it again. And we're going to give you the same the same vibes. I would have been all for that. But that's not what they did, right? They, they left me yearning. I was like, ultimately, I think the big failure was I sat there thinking, what the fuck was the point of all that? So regardless of the fact that you know, she's a Palpatine. No, she decides that she's a Skywalker. Oh, here you have these awesome characters. Poor Finn. He's important. He's not important. Where the hell did Rose go? Like all these things that were, were uh, shortcomings, uh, undeniably, and, and even the creators say so, even though that all that stuff left us flat, ultimately, at the end of the conversation, my thought was, what the fuck was all of that for? That it could not have been just for my 60 bucks because you were going to get my 60 bucks for those three movies, regardless. That the, the you know, the 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 retroactive uh point was never made, so that's really where, where the new trilogy left me cold. So I sat there on the porcelain throne thinking, you know, what would have been really great would have been, and, and this is something that we come to often enough. It would have been like let's let's in let's introduce a completely new threat. The the short two minute version because I don't want to steal all of Charlie's time, um, and I want Charlie to finish strong. What I would have done my my nickel version, I would have had the new republic have a fracture, right? Within the new republic, there were there were issues and. There was a split there. And then those were the two factions that ended up having to put up their fisticuffs, had to, had to throw hands. That would have been far more interesting for me than to have to introduce cloning the emperor and, and, and making him be like the underpining uh, um, voice for all these different characters that there were never connections to before. It was... It was the the equivalent of in in novelization form, a mystery 
where the entire for for 295 pages you're trying to puzzle out the mystery of who done it and then on like the 296th page they introduce a new character and they say this is the guy who did it at the end you're like motherfucker no it's not that's that's bullshit so if for my money i would have said let's do something new something star wars has not done prior fracture the new republic have them have them throw hands and I think that's pepper and jedi you can do sith you can do all, whatever the fuck you want to do but let that be the premise you needed a new premise i love that you know I, i'm gonna i'm gonna my overall topic is really just the current state of star wars so with time remaining i'm gonna uh, go a little bit left of center. Mandalorian, amazing. I think we're going to get our first lights, uh, lightsaber battle this Friday. That's the thing I'm holding out hope for. And God damn it, give Favreau a saber. I just want to, I got, I, you know, he 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 rubbed my nipples with the dark saber. Dark saber versus lightsaber. Let's do it. Justin, what I want to know from you, actually, after hearing John's idea, and I'll give you a minute or two to think about it. Justin, what did you what did you want or expect out of this last trilogy that left such a bad taste in your mouth? You don't need to answer right off the top of your dome. I'll give you a minute or two to talk about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer the same question with a slight twist. Cause Star Wars is one of those franchises I don't spend a ton of men of mental masturbation with until the ball's rolling. Not I've never sat for Slave Leia. Well, I mean, that's just full on. That nothing mental about that, baby. That's full physical. Um, for for me, when the franchise started, what I thought this story was going to be, I thought it was going to be a reflection in the pool of Star Wars. I thought, I thought, Episode Seven was a kind of quasi reboot of A New Hope because I thought the end of it was truly going to be Ray turning to the dark side. I thought this was going to be an amazing story about we fucking love Ray. Raise the shit. Luke 2.0. Fuck me. I love Luke Skywalker. I love Mark Hamill like he's family. Let me love Ray that same way. And then fuck you, Charlie. Guess what? Sometimes anger and hate win. You're not always vader with a redemption story sometimes your story is you fall to the dark side and you triumph there and i thought what you could have ended was like her accepting this role as the empress of the goddamn galaxy and if you do that twist where it's like and she's a fucking palpatine like fuck fuck the palpatines i thought having this moment of her i didn't vote for her uh, exactly of her (laughs) fucking up you know finn fucking up imagine how dope it would be if they do a a reveal of now of now the the sith version of ray and she just fucking destroys bb-8 come (laughs) on man that's that's something there's something to that there's there's uh uh there's at bare minimum epic drama i was expecting that finally out of star wars something different because even the fall of anakin was hindered by them being like but he looks i fucking love sand and we need to tear (laughs) a midriff on the padme and all that horse shit from the prequel that's what i was hoping for say what i'm not saying it was a bad Uh, idea yeah it was was a great idea bro but I'm a piece of garbage. Uh, so a little gonna, something for the for the working man. Come on. Now I'm gonna kick it to Justin. Justin, if you were Favreau, um, you know, not only having to edit it, but you could either take what we had, you can go a completely different direction. What were you, in your professional opinion, what were you expecting out of this new prequel? So, I mean, what I was expecting was similar to what John said, especially after seeing Force Awakens. Reboot them all. You know what? I can get behind it, take it with a grain of salt, understand that there was a little bit of love there where they didn't want to butcher it, maybe, or they didn't want to take it to a new level that could end up horrible. Um, So they were just going to, you know, kind of, you know, do a new hope again, do Empire again, do Jedi again. And I can get behind that. Make it look cool. Make me love the characters. Let me get behind it and you'll have my money over and over again. I'll buy them on the box set. I'll buy them on the Blu-ray, a little digital while I'm at it. You, You got me. You got me. You kept me in the realm. I'm all about it. What I wanted is similar to what you said, Charlie, especially when they started teasing those, uh, you know, 
uh, images of like Ray with the the Sith braids and the double sided saber. Like, oh my, I'm a firm flop at that point. Like, that's that's peak. That is like mind blowing. Only to, of course, get to the Last Jedi and find that you dreamt about that for a split second. So when you know that was going on in the Last Jedi, and Luke's like, "You didn't even try to run from the dark. You went right into that shit." Like, yes, let's go. Like, let's change it up a little bit. They switch screens to Kylo Ren. He's crying again. I'm like, okay, he's crying. Odds are he might end up on the light side because all he fucking does is cry for 80% of his on-screen time. Um, while Ray's over here making the worst decisions that she possibly can left and right. I wanted to see her picking up porgs and ripping them in two. Like, show me the dark side. You know what I mean? Yeah. In, in the original trilogy, you saw the dark side. You saw Vader force choking dudes through a camera just for the hell of it. Like, you saw that power. And I don't think you really saw any of that in the the, the new trilogy. Um, everybody on the the dark side either died really fast or ended up crying a good portion of the time. Um, and everybody on the light side was unsure of you know where they actually wanted to be. And like you said, they butchered it. They took Finn, who who could have had an awesome story arc, and they, they threw him in the trash. They took Gwendolyn and Christie as Captain Phasma. Like, are you oh, kidding? That's the you biggest finally. You gave me something cooler than an average stormtrooper, besides like a shock trooper and the you know red like. You gave me something, and then you literally just laughed in my face about it, and then threw it in a hole. And you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Throw Finn in that hole too. Poe is he gay? We don't know, but we don't care. Throw him in the hole. But Rose? that's what you fuck. You hit twelve you, you things. Yeah. You hit twelve like, things on the head. And obviously, as always, that was some Darth level lightning from the finger speaking from anger like this still boils on top of that (laughs) if i'm not mistaken it was um force awakens rogue one last jedi so you love force awakens you felt good you're like all right i can get behind this gonna be a fun couple of years you left rogue one i don't know about you guys i left in tears in literal tears i I could not take that scene that is i don't even that know like shit is uh, you talk about like i call it coco tears the, the movie coco makes me cry like a like an absolute toddler yeah. rogue one hits uh, me on every level i think ooh. it's one of the funniest i think it's action-packed but Phenomenal. that fucking ending and some Phenomenal. people don't like rogue one then you can't be friends with me because you're clearly blind to the truth, Rogue One in one film did what for me two trilogies couldn't. The prequel didn't make me really feel anything, and the new trilogy didn't really make me feel anything. Yeah, um, which is its right ultimate sin. Yeah, so you know, you left that and you're like, all right, I'm excited for the new version of Empire. And you get there and they're like, just kidding, this was a child project that we funded for some reason, and now it's in front of you guys. Yeah, it's um, like it's Kathleen Kennedy doesn't know doesn't have any idea what I think the average or in Justin's case, the well above average type of fan uh, wants or needs. It's just, it's, she's, she heard me. The Disney powers that be heard me. (laughs) Yeah. Oof. A goal. Every episode of Mandalorian feels like Damn straight. scoring a goal in the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Honestly, you know when I, they're I, less than 40 minutes, I'm furious. <laughs> I'm like, give me more show. I know. We, last week. We, we like to give credit, obviously, where credit is due, but pl- blame where blame is due. Um, just, just to wrap that up, Charlie, last yeah. Jedi, I think we're all, you know, we, we have a triple agreement. Uh, was just not what any of us wanted, expected, or ironically, it is the cup I drink out of. You know what? I bought the R two D two popcorn holder, eighty bucks on the spot. Like I was in there. I'm in there. <laughs> like when you walk out of the movie and ask for a, a R two D two refund, you know you don't fucked up. But that was Rain okay. Johnson's fault. Like mm-hmm. if you have to place the oh! blame anywhere. That's who. That's how I, I, I a little bit disagree. Kennedy, no, because, that was because Kennedy. Story. No, John, but Kennedy wants what she wants. Charlie, so that Kennedy story wound up being the story chosen because Charlie, she was trusted what, to what, steer the ship. What bothered you most? The the um the direction of the trilogy, or the story of the Last Jedi. What bothered me most was absolutely the shit that was given the green light. 
Because there's all the, sorts of rumors. Of the if year, you, that if wasn't you, the question. Well, because it's a flawed question. It's a flawed question. It's a simple question. It's an A or B question. What bothered you most after you got out of the movie theater of The Last Jedi? The first time, not the second time, where you talked yourself back up <laughs> yeah. in the car. You could do a little guy. Come on, wake yeah. up. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when you when you got out of the theater the first time, what bothered you? The the general direction of the trilogy or the story encapsulated from beginning, middle, and end of The Last Jedi? I, I, st I would have to say, with a big asterisk, it was the direction of the trilogy, because there was Ah, uh, bullshit. Looking at the no, first, looking no at way. A New Hope Revisited, and then Casino Royale, the movie, right. it's fucking, <laughs> it's completely bipolar. So you were so okay the with the first movie, one, but the second one left you wanting. Well, because instead of continuing down a road, we right. got into a different starship oh, and we who, drove into a sun. Who changed the direction of the vehicle that we Kennedy did down the road? Kennedy did. Ray they were always that story. But it doesn't matter because he was paid to write that story by Kathleen Kennedy. If he had done it for free, I would have been just as angry at him. <laughs> the the what you're because what all you're right, saying and right, the reason right. no no bullshit we'll you later. can't yada yada me you're yada yada we're up against the clock. The reason it's bullshit is because she is the one that greenlit those decisions. Disagree. Disagree. You're dude. allowed to. Justin, pick a side. You're the expert. <laughs> I mean, the A or B, I can't chime in on the A or B. I want to go with what Charlie said, and it's the stuff that got the green light. I mean, we're fighting the Empire for eight movies now, and we turn around in hyperspace through their fleet. Sure. Not but, okay. But I've I'm seen Jedi token. die in space. Leia float safely back. Not okay. Nonsense. Total Not nonsense. okay. I agree with you, but that all being said, the green light was also given to the corrections that we got in the rise of Skywalker. Am I correct? Uh, there just shouldn't be a need for it. Were I think everybody involved in the rise of Skywalker should be taken to the town square and publicly executed. So if I'm, playing, okay. if I'm playing Chewbacca and I'm holding the uh, the directions and I say make a left, oh shit, no, I meant make a right. That doesn't mean that the second correction was not the proper yeah direction. but it's more like if you are told to make a left and you're flying into a fucking sun and then you make a right you don't get credit for like great driving because you didn't fucking kill us you know what let's pay bills <laughs> the ultimate Agreed. point is Agreed. that when charlie and i are going anywhere even if we're in ecto one I'm doing the driving. Charlie gives the keys. That over. is very true. Because I'm Ice like Kathleen ball. Kennedy. I can't be trusted to make directions. And I'm but, like Rain. I can't be trusted to direct you, either. You just can't be trusted. I just <laughs> can't be trusted. That is a fact. Uh, I was going to pick my girlfriend up at the airport 6 a.m. this morning. She gets in 6 p.m. this evening. Fun oh. fact. Let's pay bills. How many Cinnabons uh, would Charlie have had to eat? I wouldn't have left. I'm just sitting in the airport oh, pissed at her. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, my good my good friend, if you had to guess one of the most popular bands in Japan, uh, would you guess that they're Long Island natives? Because you fucking not. should. Because <laughs> the intro to the show is going to be very similar to the outro of the show because it's going to rip. And you can hear all that music from my favorite band, Bad Mary, you can find them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Bad Mary Band. You can go to badmary.com, buy a brand new T-shirt that we all voted for. You can go to patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary, throw them some shekels to keep the music bumping. And the best part is, let's say you're broke. Let's say you, you, you're broke and your finger hurts, so you can't click on the Facebook to like, follow, and subscribe to their stuff. You can listen to all of their music from every streaming platform by just looking up Bad Mary. Damn, damn straight. And when you're done doing all that, our other sponsor right here on Facebook Gaming, it's Sergeant Finesse. Two streams a day, outstanding gaming content, supporter streams, uh, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out today. Throw them a like, a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, follow the White Rabbit. Over to sneakenergy.com, use code SGT at checkout. Feeling chilly? <laughs> if GLT taught us nothing, it's that winter is coming. Go to geeksunleashed.com, use code SARGE at checkout there. When the SARGE is on deck, 
salute gg son he is playing the hell out of well right now so if you don't see him till the holidays you know why it's world of warcraft <laughs> so charlie again because we're up against the clock go ahead and start my time because damn it i got something to say it's rolling him good let me go ahead and quit my whistle i love that you were like because i got something to say <laughs> <laughs> grab my cup fill it up <laughs> let me adjust my hat and my lighting <laughs> damn straight <laughs> Don't make me pull a Casey on Hurry you. up, hurry oh, up, no. hurry up. <laughs> so, getting back to my favorite Mando at this point, because with the exception of maybe Ham, not Han, Ham, John Favreau in the Mandalorian armor himself, Mando might be the only effective like i'm gonna do this watch me actually accomplish it mandalorian that i've seen like the last time that we all got together the three of us um i made a very distinct point of pointing out what a general galactic fuck up boba fett was <laughs> now he is crazy crazy popular even having been um, unceremoniously dumped into the gaping maw uh, in the sand. So we talked about uh, um, his his importance, his his resurging importance to attempt to match his popularity. That's just my. This is this is not inf inside information, Darth. I'm sure you can concur. Um, this is just a, an opinion. He is insanely popular. All the way back to the animated Christmas special appearance, classic. Um, to to the point where they said, "Hey, you know, we uh, we have to give this dum dum some kind of clout because they they love him. He sells out no matter what we do. When Star Wars on ice rolls, he is going to be center ice, right? He's going to be at at the red line, rightfully line. so, rightfully so. <laughs> wearing a helmet like you can't go wrong. So." They've they've had to give Boba Fett uh, important stuff to do. Granted, it's been after the fact because what we got of him on on film, uh, he's he kind of sucks. He looks cool, fun to cosplay, but he hadn't accomplished much. The best thing that he did was uh, in, in, in the lot. You know, he's <laughs> like, I'll take that one. What's it called? Slave one. Solid. Where do I? What kind of lease is this? What's the insurance? Nah, don't worry about it. And that was like his best decision as far as I could tell. Now, here comes Din. And boy, oh boy, whether he's a religious zealot or not, which is something that they introduced in this most recent episode, which so is clever. like... Ooh, so clever. This is what I'm talking about when I say... So we're dealing in a familiar world, right? The Star Wars world. And the reason why now Saint... Favreau has earned his halo as far as I'm concerned. He give, He's giving us something new that we can draw over, that we can think about, that we can uh, have hour-long conversations and make other people listen and watch it, right? He's giving us something new. Um, so now we have a circumstance where, yeah, we they've established all these rules in like minute one of episode one of Mandalorian, which is the only reason for my Disney Plus uh, um, subscription and they say they're they're so dope they don't take their helmets off this is the way here are all the rules and i'm sure the three of us as well as the millions and millions of folks listening also did they drop all oh, those are the rules for the mandalorian okay mm -hmm. like the not since the gremlins rolled out were we so invested in the fucking rules for a group like oh <laughs> after midnight don't, don't get them wet okay hmm don't put them in the microwave you got it sounds good and worse than that though mandalorian's first episode was so goddamn great that i took the book of established rules from every other mandalorian thing i knew like they'd love taking off the helmets fuck this book mandalorian book now <laughs> yeah, page exactly one right. no yeah. helmets off this is how it goes so now here we are with the new rule book open and like following along line by line and then we come to find <laughs> out this motherfucker he's part of like he's an what extremist 
<laughs> Motherfuckers, a Mandalorian Scientologist. Is this like a, yeah. a, a galactic fatwa? Like, what is going on right now? <laughs> so it's awesome. So for every for every passing commentary of oh, they're just oh, it's a retread of this and that. Wrong, wrong. Because this is something that is brand fucking new. What what I think is so effective about Mandalorian and shocking. Here we are again. Another segment talking about Mando. What I think is so effective is that simultaneously for those without the thesaurus, that means at the same time, they are (laughs) able to play on every one of our retro feels. They are able to like they're dumping out the emotional toy box and you're like, oh, I had that action figure. Oh, I played this game. I remember this base from this video game that I played when I was like barely uh barely able to 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 I didn't was have that the same base dude and, and Justin again, was that the same base from we Shadows? Are going to contribute we're gonna throw it back to Darth Darth how many times did you watch even if he even if you want to limit it to this most recent episode how many things did you on see on screen that activated the uh, the reminiscence uh, gene. I mean, it's it never ends. And then when you think it ends, you go online and someone's like, "You didn't see these, did you?" I'm like, "Fuck! No, I did it!" Like, are Damn you kidding straight. me? You yeah. know, it it got to the point where um, so so I I was uh I was up and around for like the three and three quarter inch. Like no bending in the arm action figure <laughs> era. So, but GI Joe is my jam. GI Joe is like kung fu grip, bending in the middle, a rubber band holding them together. So GI Joe ran the roost in my house. But you could not fuck with the Star Wars vehicles. Like the best yeah. game that you can come up with is having GI Joe running <laughs> around, coming across the Star Wars vehicle. And sorry, Cobra, I'm gonna fuck you up with my <laughs> X-wing. Oh, you don't even want to see the Falcon. Um, but that all being said, on the back of the uh, uh Star Wars figures, you have like G.I. Joe would give you, like, oh, make sure you collect these 12 in this wave of G.I. Joe figures. And you're like, okay, this, that, let me make up my Christmas list, let me make up my birthday, <laughs> birthday list. Star Wars is like, hold my beer, G.I. Joe. Here, don't forget to collect these. 274 characters like Star Wars did not fuck around. Um, and and Mandalorian that doesn't fuck around easy. After this episode, I was uh flipping over the Mandalorian figures. I'm like, um, what number is action figure uh t shirt and jeans guy? Because uh, there was a there was a slight decorum. Poor um, son I, of I a bitch. It, I blame it on Apollo. He was holding the reins for this episode. And, <laughs> sorry, they, they've already edited it out. But I watched some, that episode three times. Noticed it zero times. Me, I was times. too busy. I was too busy, like going, uh, like let me check my Dark Forces file. <laughs> let me see what kind of fucking stormtroopers this motherfucker is talking about. What what level in Shadows of the Empire was this base from? Because it's like I knew. Like playing uh, Goldeneye, I knew where to make a left and make a right. Like it, <laughs> it, it was, it was, it was so, it was so meta, right? Like that. That's like the one of the one of the new 2020 words that actually <laughs> has some meaning because I totally get that. Like they they were, and and Charlie and I, full disclosure, we watched the episode. We watched the the most recent episodes together, so we're like it's like virtually bit, together. It's like Mystery Science <laughs> Theater three thousand slash. Shut the fuck up! I'm trying to watch this. It goes back and forth. Um, how, like, oh God, how? Uh, my real question is this, and Darth, I, I, uh, I leave it to your expertise. <clears throat> how is it that they're able to accomplish so much? in relatively short windows of an episode because and and charlie and i was speaking most recently about the fact that the episodes are of varying lengths because the particular story that they're trying to get across in that episode has beginning middle and end and if it was five minutes shorter it would be too short and if it was five minutes longer it'd be too long but the episodes are not equal necessarily in their importance 
even though they're equal in my personal enjoyment. So my question for you, Justin, is this. What for you thus far, and, and here we were about halfway through now the second season, which clearly has a different intent than the first mm. season, which is something Definitely. we can talk about too. Um, what are you enjoying more, right? Are you enjoying more the the play on your expertise where like you'll see a vehicle and you're like, oh shit, I I I remember that vehicle. I have never seen it on the big screen. That's only ever been a toy. I've only ever seen this character in animated format. I've only ever fill in the blank. Or is where they're going clearly being a new journey for us as Star Wars fans? Because even in my experience in the video games, in the uh, uh, extended universe stories that we've gotten in novel form and comic book form, um, fuck in like, hey, did you hear about Lucas doing X, Y, Z, whatever? I have never had the experience where I sat down and I legitimately had no fucking clue what to expect other than I'm going to love this. I have no idea where the series is taking us. Like uh, we were, uh, we had a whole big row over, not, not Charlie and I, but we were defending poor little baby Yoda against eating fucking eggs. They tried to cancel baby Yoda. Because he ate an egg. I was like, I just ate three eggs this morning. You're not going to cancel me. <laughs> so so we went through all of that. So my question for you as an official Darth, card-carrying, dues-paying Darth of the of the Sith, um, what, what, what are you taking away from most um, when you sit down to watch every episode come Friday? Or is, it, is it what's coming next? Is it them addressing what's come before that? Or is it some combination? Or is it something that that I just don't know because I'm just a fucking, you know, scruffy-looking nerf herder? <laughs> um, you know, it's a little column A. It's a little column B. I think what really gets me the most is the, the imagery. When you see something, whether it's either in the background, not really supposed to be shown, or right up front like Boba Fett's armor. I mean, the chills that a near 30-year-old man gets <laughs> running down his body from seeing... R4, R5, R4, R5 men, casually yeah. in the background <laughs> is insane. Um, it's the little things like that that not only show me that they love Star Wars enough to to put that stuff in and to give it that effort. That that to me is, I think, the biggest part because you would never notice those things. And um, you know, like Charlie said earlier, you know, was that the uh, the room from Shadows of the Empire? Like at this point, like I'm waiting for just full on Dash Rendar to show up and throw hands. Like, that's the beauty of it is that you genuinely cannot say, no, that's 100% not going to happen because, like, odds are you're dead fucking wrong. So I read a, a theory last night, actually, that says that they're going to bring the child to Ahsoka and Ahsoka's like, I'm not a Jedi, blah, blah, blah. And then Mace Windu is going to show up and take that shit. And if that happens, I, I don't even know what I would do with myself. Like, as a person, I don't think that I could contain, like, the excitement, the feelings. I think I'd probably just, like, overload and then implode. Um, because to me, that would just be beyond the next level. But, you know, to directly answer your question, it's the twists and turns that you cannot see coming no matter how hard you try. Like uh, Charlie said, here's the book. This is the way I have fucking spoken. And then you meet some other Mandos and they're like, oh, no, you're actually the trash Mando. And we're the real Mandos. What? Who saw that coming? This fucking guy will die by not like taking off his helmet. Sometimes we wear each other's helmets. Like if things get yeah. freaky. Drink a little too much blue milk. Fuck it. Let's go. I and now he meets them and he's like, you're, they're like, you're the fool. Like, you don't take it off. Like, you're a fool. Like, whoa. Yeah. I thought you were the god. Like, you were the guy. And then, dude, bam. When the man throws that look and you're like, dude, you just, like, honestly, didn't have to feel like a little sheepish. Like, oh, shit. They, where, they don't take that shit off. You got the I felt the same way. I was like, oh, shit. Because I. I jotted down those rules too, man. She, she <laughs> I'm mad last season not taking this off. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what's What's fucking crazy too is like that moment in particular. Having paid such, I, I, I I'm my own worst enemy in a lot of ways. But with the Star Wars stuff, I can't I mean, help too. but I, it's true. <laughs> uh, he's way more aggressive about it though. Um, <laughs> nice. The 
the screwed up thing is like I can't help but like pay attention to some of the side stuff. What's going on with Favreau? There was like a big thing that that you know Favreau. Everyone's saying like maybe Favreau should just be in charge. Kennedy don't love that. Um, of everything. Favreau um, should be in charge of everything. He should be in charge everything. of AEW, WWE, U.S. Oh, comics. My choice. Oh, is my Favreau, what should I wear today? Yeah, exactly. All right, cool. Love you. Lord. <laughs> and 100%. you would mean it, too. Uh, the I don't mean it. The screwed up thing is um, there's apparently some drama over Mando being like, yo, can I show my face? I'm the star of this show, and the baby outshines me. The MMA chick outshines me. Uh, I'm political as fuck, and it's against her. So now we're both in trouble because half of the U.S. hates both of them now. Oh, yeah, yeah. All that nonsense aside, you have this moment in the show where Mandalorian is doing some damn fine Power Ranger acting with that helmet where Hmm. you, I saw it in the way his helmet moved of them like no stupid that's like only jackasses don't take off their helmet you almost saw like the actor being like fucking yeah. bitch like, like this is bullshit older acting he was like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but it's 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 just crazy to me that you know to 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 steal to steal the mic and answer the question too for me as someone who didn't grow up with Star Wars has never been my number one fandom. I fucking love Star Wars, but it's never been my number one. Mandalorian is one of my favorite things ever. Mandalorian, for me, transcends Star Wars while referencing Star Wars. So when they... A person like me, my favorite Star Wars movie, Rogue One. It's not Empire. Empire. It's Rogue One. My favorite, uh, my favorite stuff from Star Wars has always been the comic books, the video games, the 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 action figures. It seems like Favreau is making sure that the Justins of the world, the Johns of the world, and the Charlies of the world all have something every forty-ish minutes that they're like, "Holy shit! <laughs> did you when?" This last episode of Mandalorian was the most Star Warsy, but I don't mean the movies. It felt like an episode of Clone Wars or Rebels when the speeder bikes come plowing through and it's like a fucking Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> come the fuck on. When, it's, when, when gives, that gives. shield opened up and you saw the speeder bikes lined up, oh, like, baby. Like, like the outside of a biker bar. That like you know you shouldn't go into, and if you walk in there, the record player is gonna be like, oh, <laughs> oh shit! And not only that, and it was funny, uh, just just a little inside view of the Charlie and John co-watching <clears throat> when the speeder bikes uh, flew off in pursuit of our heroes, and it was the 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 speeder like the speeder uniforms, like we had them on like. Yo, did these motherfuckers <laughs> change, or are they like? Yeah, it, it, it's it's like you can imagine those in between moments, where like, oh shit, we've got, uh, we you know we've got uh, uh escapees, we need to send out the speeder box, and like, it, it's like the Ghostbusters, like the alarm goes off and they're laying in bed and have Chinese food wrappers all over the place, like, oh shit, we got a call, let's go get them, like, oh speeder bike guys, let's get going, as opposed to the Thai pilots or as opposed to the fucking flamethrower troopers or whatever the fuck never mind the dark troopers who are like in their cabins <laughs> behind uh moff gideon um yeah charlie you fucking nailed it and and you took the words out of my mouth the the term the phrase that you hear uh and and justin and i we've ex- exchanged this exact sentiment um it feels like star wars right how many times have you guys heard that mandalorian feels like star wars but what people mean when they say that is not the fucking seven eight nine movies that we've gotten outside of the 80s what they mean when they say it is that it feels like it feels like the the extended universe it feels like the 90s video games it feels like the comic books because that's where the majority of people's 
experiencing of Star Wars that wasn't on a VHS tape that had to be dusted off and and a VCR you know brought out from the basement to be played. Um, unless you bought like the '97 iterations that Lucas was like, oh, but now there's different dinosaur type fucking things in the middle. You're like, oh, all right. You're dude. currently mocking Justin. He has 36 <laughs> copies of each film. Yeah, he does. He's personally he's personally keeping Lucas uh, Ranch open uh, at this point. Um, you know, honestly, like the the biggest of, like effective uh, retread that we've gotten out of Lucas was. Him fucking making Greedo shoot first. And we all know how that shit went over. Other than that, all the things that were like attitude, little moments, blah, blah, blah. Like we talked, Charlie, you brought up the the um the rumor that maybe they were gonna try to fix or cobble together. Now, this is not even like a uh, um this is not like something that we're seeing with the Frankenstein Justice League movie that we're gonna get, which is flawed in my opinion from the get-go because the pieces that they're cobbling it together from, I find to be fucked up. So I yeah. if you're making a There's jambalaya. There's nothing good in that pile. If there's shrimp in your jambalaya, I am allergic to shrimp. I don't want to taste it. <laughs> but regardless, I will. So we'll have something to talk about. Yeah, that's the fucked up part is I'm talking all this shit, but fully expect the episode where I'm like, Ben Affleck is my favorite Batman. I mean, I look, it's, it's I about suck. our it's about our <laughs> expectations. So Favreau coming in and saying like, I'll, I'll, "I'll look," he had nothing to do with those components. So he can. It's like buying a Lego set to like fucking my pretty castle, and it's all pink and purple and white pieces. And somebody's expecting you to make an awesome fucking you know a fighter jet out of it. it ain't gonna happen, my friend. I disagree. Favreau I, can I, do I, it. I don't. He'll, he'll. It'll be pretty. <laughs> I'll give him that. So. I, I don't think that that's going to be in the fucking wheelhouse. All I know for us, for a fact, is that he has come along and dumped over my toy box, and he has come up with games that never occurred to me to play with my own toys, right? Because let's let's give credit where credit's due, but also not give credit for something that hasn't happened. What has Favreau? done completely different like what has he introduced a, a, a new species that we weren't aware of no did he introduce us to some like fucking weird mixture did he introduce us uh e even give us something that will have only been alluded to like the, the gray jedi like some kind of middle between the the good and the bad of the force which is where i thought the new trilogy should have gone if i'm gonna rewrite it for free no he didn't did he give us um Basically, he gave us the fucking Muppet Babies. Everybody <laughs> loved the Muppets, and they said, look, here's the cartoon Muppet Babies, and everybody fell in love all over again, and we got to see Nana's funky-looking purple and pink socks, and everybody lost their damn minds. Um, No, he didn't reinvent the wheel. He just he readjusted it, and he gave it to us in a format that we didn't expect, right? He used the same ingredients and gave us a new fucking plate of deliciousness and he also what's great about it is he he when you talk about sub, uh, subverting expectations this is now the gold that standard what I'm talking about. because when you say like oh there's going to be a show about mandalorians you go like oh it's going to be like a boba fett ish series without boba fett he's going to be hunting shit through the galaxy and that's not fucking at all what the show is they're like, but give him a baby Yoda and a bunch of fucking cool friends. Like, what the, where the fuck did this come from? And it came from a glorious pile of Favreau genius. Agreed. So, so my ultimate, my ultimate. This is Favreau every day when he wakes up. Just <laughs> shooting goals and scoring, baby. This Music comes out of his penis. This is how much <laughs> fire this gentleman is. <laughs> this is the sound when he takes a pee in the morning. He's like. <laughs> Every drop's landing in a different toilet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like he's bank shotting his off the wall. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that was fucking awesome. Was Darth. As always, my friend, you shot pure electricity out of your fingertips. 
Thank you for joining us, my brother. Please say that you'll do it a third time. you got to wrap up the trilogy at least. <laughs> Listen, I'll be here anytime you guys want me to be here. Thank you guys for having me, of course. Always a blast. Fun to shoot the shit about uh, best thing in the galaxy. Look, I mean, we're going to have to wrap up the season. God knows what's around the corner. So, market folks, you heard it here and you saw it here first. Justin the Darth will be back. For Justin the Darth, my favorite <laughs> Star Wars expert, for the CEO, Johnny Boy, just looking swole as hell in his Casey Jones t-shirt. I, of course, am your COO. <laughs> you can find us all over social media. Every single version of it is at US Comics. HQ, you can listen to the show every single Wednesday. Comes out right at midnight. U.S. Comics cast. If you want to see our lovely faces, if you want to see Darth Justin and go, damn, who know the dark side could produce such good-looking glasses-wearing <laughs> some bitches. You can watch us right here on Facebook. Again, all of it's at U.S. Comics HQ. But my brother, there is only one way that we end U.S. Comics cast. And uh, could you tell the people the skips? It's as simple as turning the power on, turning the volume up, tuning Bad Mary in, and screaming into the night sky, save me, space girl, we out.